What's up, D. Lyman? Welcome to In the Trenches with Ellison Hubbard. Of course, this podcast is always specialized to take a deep dive into playing on the defensive line. Last week, I broke down Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's play is phenomenal. And I broke down his play and how he gets sacks and TFLs and how he's just one of the best defensive linemen in our age today. Now I want to talk about the Super Bowl and the D linemen that performed in there, which were on the sides of the Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, that game was a little different than expected. 31-9, the Buccaneers won. And you would expect for the Chiefs to have given all they got up front. You know, Frank Clark, who's a D-end, and Chris Jones, who's in the middle, terrorizing teams. They just weren't on it that night. The Buccaneers were dominating up front all over, actually, the whole defense. It was a whole defensive game for the Buccaneers with the DBs covering. You had the linebackers hustling to the ball, making plays, and then the D-line doing what D-line men should do. So we're going to take a look at what the stats were like for both defensive lines and just why that contributed to, you know, the Buccaneers win and the Chiefs loss. Taking a look at the Chiefs defense, because honestly, we can start there. They just weren't having a phenomenal night like the Buccaneers. But taking a look at the Chiefs' defense, the leading the leader that made the most tackles was a DB, a defensive back. Taking a look at the Chiefs' defense, because honestly, we can start there. They they weren't having a phenomenal night like the Buccaneers were. But taking a look at their defense, there was one sack. Let me repeat that: one sack. On the entire night. And that was by Frank Clark on a big third down that they big third down sack that they needed. Which those sacks are very important. Don't get me wrong. But one sack the entire game, that is why the score was 31 to 9. Because you didn't get enough pressure on the GOAT Tom Brady. And when he has all that time. To sit back there and pass the ball, it's hard for your DBs to cover. They they only have so long to cover somebody because they're really running backwards, side to side. The wide receiver has the advantage on leading the person, the leading the DB, left, right, north, south. And so when you're not getting the pressure, you're not helping the DBs out. They're in a, they're on an island on their own. So right here, I'm looking at it. Tom Brady's third down. There's a Pass rush game where Chris Jones, and we call it a me game, Chris Jones ran it. He's running up the field. The tackle and the guard are both looking to, you know, block the DN and the nose or the three tech. And Chris Jones was that three tech. And so when the, the, the tackle and the guard are backing up, they're kind of trying to figure out, is he going to face me one-on-one or is he coming or are they running a pass rush game? Right there, they ran a pass rush game. The tackle was so concerned on Frank Clark's effective pass rush on the edge that he was on his toes. 
Chris Jones had the advantage to hit him out the way because with the me game, the three tech is running up the field and he's pushing the tackle out the way to help the defensive end come back inside underneath the guard and make the sack. So Chris Jones blows up the tackle because the tackle is so sold on the DN's pass rush, Frank Clark's pass rush, his get off that it allowed Frank Clark to get up the field, get underneath Chris Jones because Chris Jones was his compliment, helped him out on there. And the guard was so focused on Chris Jones, believing that he would get upfield and make the sack that it left Frank Clark available to make that sack on third down. And that is how that pass rush game was ran because both guys helped each other out when needed, when needed. And that was the third down sack. If, Frank Clark didn't get upfield, two steps, violent get off, then it wouldn't have been effective. If Chris Jones didn't hit the tackle and get upfield, giving that guard that threat that he can get off and make that sack, it wouldn't have been effective. Chris Jones ran the game the way it should have been ran. He was really the cause of this sack because he gave the guard the presence that he's going to beat him and make that sack. The tackle was so concerned on Frank Clark that he got to hit the tackle, causing the tackle to be off balance, not really able to help out. He's kind of out there on an island by himself getting knocked out by the three-tech. And then Frank Clark comes in to save the day. Now, Frank Clark, on the other hand, also did an effective job because he made the play. Now, he wouldn't have made the play if he didn't get up the field, if he didn't have that get off, if he didn't pressure the tackle to block him. If, the ta- if you don't get off, the tackle is kind of sitting there going like, okay, you're not going anywhere. I can sit here and I kind of can control this pass rush. But if you get up off the field, get up the field and scare him, the only thing he could do is shuffle his feet, lose his footwork, You can beat him inside. The guard is already occupied. The sack is right there. Unless, you know, Tom Brady's not running, but unless you're facing a running quarterback, you know, that sack should be right there in your hands. And that was the only sack of the night for the Chiefs, which is very disappointing because you would think the Chiefs would have their game plan and be able to stop them. Now, granted, for the Buccaneers, they did play the first time and the Buccaneers got beat badly. But it's no excuse just because the Buccaneers picked up on the game plan and figured out how to stop the defensive line. There is no excuse for why the D-line still shouldn't have performed as well as the team was projected to perform, as well as the team was sought out to perform. The defensive line is is the most important part of any team because you're putting the pressure the pressure on the quarterback. If the quarterback is moving out of the pocket all night, like Patrick Mahomes was, there is no way you can get any passing going because he's running around. He's trying to find somebody open. And then the wide receivers are now in a predicament to, okay, now I need to run this way where I'm not running into somebody else and the DBs is easier on them because now they are locking down the wide receivers, because Patrick Mahomes or whatever quarterback is being scrambled out, 
has lost his footwork. He's trying to make sure he doesn't get sacked, and then he's just lobbing it in the air, hoping somebody gets the ball. And then that's why it leads me into the Buccaneers defense. The Buccaneers are phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal. I wasn't expecting them to come in this game and have a chance. And I know that they played the first time and, you know, their defense was getting tore apart. Tyreek Hill was having a heyday, back flipping into the end zone. You have Patrick Mahomes having a field day throwing bombs and whatnot, and then the defense not really getting sacks on him. But this game, this was a different ball game for the Buccaneers. And, of course, you know, Tom Brady wasn't going to let anything change for the Buccaneers. All they had to do was go to work, get that hard hat. D-line, you come to work. O-line, you come to work. Everybody had to come to work, especially the defensive line. The Buccaneers' defensive line came to play. There was three total sacks, and I know that doesn't sound like a lot of sacks for anybody on any team in the NFL because they get paid to make the sacks. But three sacks in that game, a pretty a pretty defensive battle game, at least for the Buccaneers, is not bad because the amount of sacks they had did not equal to the amount of pressures they had. Let me explain that. They had Patrick Mahomes on the run the entire night. Three sacks is good with the amount of tr- with amount of pressures they had. The pressures were coming like fire like fire it was it was so much pressure that Patrick Mahomes was probably not comfortable even get coming back into the game because of how much pressure the Chiefs were allowing from that Buccaneers defensive line Nadama Kansu who in my eyes is a nose guard but plays anywhere in the defensive line had one and a half sacks Gill had .5 sacks. So he was a part of that assist with Adamakan Sue on Patrick Mahomes. Shaq Barrett had one sack, arguably two, but he had one sack, and he was a tremendous part of that defensive line that night against the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes could not, he was not safe because Shaq Barrett was coming off the edge the whole night giving Patrick Mahomes fire. I don't want to cuss on here. Some fire is what he was giving him. Straight fire. He couldn't couldn't dodge him. He couldn't shake him. He was going 30, 40 yards back almost because that's how much pressure was coming in his face left and right and up the middle. Looking at some of the pressures here, Shaq Barrett was flying off the edge. When one edge was being occupied that he couldn't get anywhere by the other DN, Shaq Barrett came on the other edge, dipping his shoulder, leaning in, and getting that sack because Patrick Mahomes was under pressure all night. He was under pressure all night. We keep looking at it. The DNs kept pushing the pocket. The pocket was being closed in. And all of a sudden, then, you have interceptions. You have DBs ready to pick the ball off. It was amazing. And Damakansu came off the edge, and there was a collision with him and Gil. Gil and Sue smashed Patrick Mahomes to the dirt. It was amazing. 
Sue came off the edge, like I said, he can play anywhere, and he was just relentless run. Gill was coming from the second second deep, which was a linebacker, and it was ferocious. I mean, Patrick Holmes didn't know what to do. He was he was so worried about Gill in his face that the backside edge rush by Nadamakan Sue, it, it just led to a ferocious sack. Patrick Mahomes, like I said, was under pressure. He couldn't do anything. He was scared almost. Devin White had a night, and I know he's a linebacker, but I want to talk about Devin White because it was so amazing the way he was slinging that ball, and there was linebackers everywhere. And it starts, I told you, it starts up front. The defensive line takes control. They give all they got. The O-line can't handle them. Patrick Mahomes is under pressure. Then it leads to... The linebackers being in the right place at the right time, sometimes making sacks like Gill and Devin and, and other linebackers did, and then making sure they get those interceptions when Patrick Holmes is just flinging the ball, making sure he doesn't get sacked, which is not an always smart opportunity, smart decision. Then you have the DBs who are in the back, and the DBs are just staying covered on top of Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Whatever receivers they have, Miko Harmon, Watkins, they can't get free. They can't get open. They can't scramble out anywhere because now the linebackers are there, the the DBs are there, and now the D linemen just have Patrick Holmes running 40, 50 yards with his back facing the opposite way of his end zone. And nothing, nothing can get accomplished when you have a D line presence like that. And that is why Tampa Bay won the game. Because of the relentless pressure, effort, the, the the will to win. And that is why I call it grit. Because with that grit, you're going to do whatever you can to get Patrick Holmes off the spot. To get back there and make those plays. If you don't really want it, you don't really want to win the game. If you don't want the sack, if you don't want the money, if you don't want to get paid, you're not going to win the game. They had a mission. Shaq Barrett had a mission. They all had a mission. It was come off the edge, create that presence, because we know Patrick Mahomes is special. Very, very, very special quarterback. And we know he can throw the ball in any situation. But they realized that not every team can, you know, commit that, I wouldn't say commit, give that amazing pressure to him to keep him from getting amazing passes off. So if the other teams can pick up on pressure Mahomes to have him run circles, you can have a chance to win the game. Or you just might win the game. And the Buccaneers had set that example for other teams coming into 2021 NFL season. The Buccaneers, they might just have, if they keep the same defense, there might be a chance for them to go back to the Super Bowl. And if the Chiefs O-line can figure out that you need to keep Patrick Mahomes from being pressured, they might have another shot as well. That was the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. 31-9 Buccaneers. It It was a crazy night for the Chiefs. Never expecting that much pressure. That's all I got. Remember, go get paid.